Earlier this week, it was announced that the police had busted a human trafficking ring that was being run by a Barrie-based cleaning company. Here to talk about the details, OPP Deputy Commissioner Rick Barnum. Welcome to the program. Hi, Kelly. Thank you. This was a pretty significant uh, ring. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the people that uh, you uh, rescued from it? For sure. It's uh, it's an investigation like we haven't seen before, quite frankly. Um, we were able to rescue 43 individuals, uh, Mexican-born uh, individuals that had come to Ontario. Uh, they were recruited by a cleaning company to do cleaning and provide cleaning services at resorts around central Ontario and one in eastern Ontario. And once they came here, uh, on their belief that they were coming to Canada uh, to, you know, get a better education and to work legally towards becoming uh, residents of Canada. Uh, so they thought they were doing everything uh, appropriately and improperly. Uh, when they got here, they were housed together in uh, houses in Barrie and up in Wasaga Beach, uh, and quite a number of them in each home, uh, charged uh, exorbitant fees for rent, for transportation, for clothing, for uh, access to the places they were cleaning, for food, the list goes on and on. And at the end of their work, uh, once they would get paid by the company, um, they would be left most with less than $50 a month uh, to spend. And, of course, they weren't really allowed out of the homes to go spend the money in a way. So they were, they were true uh, what we call uh, modern-day slaves uh, working in that industry. It's shocking. You were tipped off by the public, um, and, and you've been working on this for about a year. What were you hearing? We were getting information uh, from various sources that indicated that, um, you know, people would see these individuals, uh, you know, buses picking them up in front of houses in the morning, and then they'd be gone for a day and then come back at night, drop people off, and they'd never be seen again. So it's not like, you know, it's not like there were rowdy parties going on in the neighborhood or anything like that. They were just in and out of these homes and, and going to work. And so it's just things like that that started to add up. And then uh, one of our officers at uh, Wasega Beach Detachment uh, did some outstanding work, basically at the front counter of the detachment, talking to a witness, and and the investigation got legs from there. And did any of the uh, the resorts that they were cleaning suspect that the, anything was up? They had a contract with the cleaning company to provide cleaners, and uh, for, the, the resorts were absolutely... Uh, no issue here at all. They they thought the cleaning was going fine, and and we have no reason to believe otherwise that they have anything. Uh, they were aware of anything different either. So they was fine. So there were forty three people in all that were involved in and in being held as modern day slaves. Where are they now? Um, so one of the resorts up in Collingwood has uh, been able to house all of the individuals and provide uh, legitimate employment for them. So the 43 individuals now are going through the proper process with Immigration Canada uh, for proper evaluation and status and then see what's going to happen there uh, going forward with their future. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's been amazing that the people that have stepped up. Uh, I, I was just reading this morning, Collingwood, there's, the community's responded so well with dropping off clothing and shoes and winter clothing and uh, even in our OPP detachments and Barrie City Police uh, the members digging in and, and going above and beyond. So it's been quite interesting. I understand that the uh, Barry-based cleaning company, um, are there are two people that are allegedly uh, running this this ring. Can you tell me a little bit more about them? 
Yep, so there, are, there is two people that we have as uh, suspects here. Um, we have not laid criminal charges yet. Um, the investigation is relatively complicated for human trafficking. Um, so there's basically four parts of that. that you, know, that you have to prove recruitment, transportation, harboring, and then the exploitation piece. So we feel very confident we can do that in this case, but we want to go even further. Um, we want to know every dollar that they made off the backs of these individuals. We want to find out where it went, how it was being used, because uh, quite frankly, uh, we really want to take them out. So the investigation's ongoing. We know who our, the people are that we need to uh, focus on, and uh, we're going to do a full and thorough investigation and then lay the charges at that point. I understand that the um, the head of police in, in the Barrie area said that they'd never seen a labor human tra- trafficking operation of this nature and size in their area. Are you also trying to send a message out to uh, companies that this will not be tolerated? Yeah, that's an excellent point. Thank you. Um, it is being investigated, and it is the largest one that w- that we have seen. And and Chief Greenwood was very clear in her comments about that. Incorrect. Uh, so we are looking around the province uh, to make sure that we haven't got other issues like this. Um, you know, we often see migrant workers working in fields and doing labor and things of that nature. Um, but that's above board, and and that's well organized and well orchestrated. Um, this isn't. And so it, we are sending a message. Um, but we're also now very aware of how this can happen and how how the uh, how the different groups can sort of slip through the the loopholes and and try and do it. So I guess the learned. the takeaway for uh, people listening is if it sounds or it looks like something fishy's going on, it's not a bad idea to reach out to the authorities and let them know. Absolutely, and and that's exactly how this. Uh, as we talked about at the beginning, that's exactly how this happened. It was just good people coming forward with. You know, a little bit of information, something just doesn't look right, and then we we were able to build the pieces together, and and uh, here we are now. So it's a great success story for communities' uh, outreach from the beginning and at the end, and uh, you know the, our police involvement in the middle. So it's it's really interesting. Have you personally been able to communicate with any of the 43, and uh, how appreciative are they to the OPP and the other police forces that have helped bust this ring? I personally have not. Um, I, last week I was being briefed prior to, uh, you know, the execution of the search warrants and things of that nature. And it was, uh, I mentioned this at the media conference the other day, it was quite rewarding to see uh, senior investigators sitting around the table briefing me and, uh, you know, the room getting quite quiet and having, you know, senior, very senior criminal investigators say, We've never ever done anything like this before, and it, it's so interesting to put the victims ahead of the, the criminals, where we always try and gather all the evidence and you know lock down the investigation the best we can, and then look after the victims. In this case, we're going to rescue the victims. We'll we'll deal with the others, the criminals, uh, and then when on the morning of the arrest, uh, uh, I, I mentioned this quote earlier, and I think it just sums it up so well. Where one of the uh, individuals that was being labor trafficked and labor used for labor said, uh, last night when I, because we did the warrants like 5 o'clock in the morning, and he said, last night when I fell asleep, I went to bed a slave, and this morning I wake up a free man. And uh, that really left a mark on our investigators. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kelly. Cheers. OPP Deputy Commissioner Rick Barnum.